0: Alright, so this is Matt with the Step Up Podcast. I'm with Bianca. Bianca is a first-year student here at Bellarmine University. Bianca, how are you?
1: Hey, I'm good. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so you're a first-year PT student. I sure am. Okay. Did you start in the summer or did you start in the fall?
1: We started this summer, end of May.
0: Okay. So what classes did you have over the summer?
1: So we had clinical anatomy, we had acute care setting and then we had our as a psychosocial class, so okay. it, was a, it was like a psychology class. Okay.
0: so okay, so you had a little bit of the bio, a little bit of the psych a mm-hmm. little bit of the social.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: I would say that's a biopsychosocial approach. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So so then if you took clinical anatomy, I should be able to ask you what the distal attachment of the extensor pollicis longest is, and you're going to know it right off the top of your head, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. i got yeah. a lot of functional anatomy stuck <laughs> in my head right now, so... <laughs> uh, give me a second. Distal uh, attachment. Why can I not remember it? Ooh, yeah, it's your IP right. joint.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay, so so then where'd you do your undergrad?
1: Uh, I went to Georgia State University.
0: Georgia State. Okay, yeah. so are you originally from Georgia? I sure am. Okay, what part of Georgia are Atlanta you
1: from? Atlanta itself. Atlanta it's itself. Yeah. So not one of
0: the suburbs. No. But Atlanta. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so then, what is an Atlanta girl doing in the middle of Kentucky?
1: So I was born and raised in the South. Okay. Born and raised. I even went to Alabama for my master's. So I was true true Southern girl. Okay. And I needed a break.
0: Okay. So gotcha.
1: I applied to a bunch of places that were not in the South. And this is probably the closest to the south that I got in that I wanted to go into and then I really enjoyed Bellarmine's program. Okay,
0: fantastic. Good. So so then as a first-year student, let me ask you this. If you were going to give yourself advice on your first day of PT school, what would it be?
1: That is a good one. Advice for the first day of school of PT school especially i would just i would really absorb about what the professors have to say and know that they are actually there to help you because you were grinding and you thought you were completely independent mm-hmm. and you had to really work and fight yourself for yourself to get into PT school and now it's not a challenge anymore your whole class is there everybody's there to lift you up so it's now, you don't have to compete anymore. You're there to, everybody's there to survive, and you're going to survive all together, your entire class will.
0: Absolutely. So, I, like I told you right before we got on, I teach anatomy at my program, and I started the anatomy course with this thing, and made all the students say, in unison, 32 in, 32 out. Yeah. Right? Because I am a firm believer in that. Yep. So that's interesting so and that's what well, you just told me is exactly what I hear from some of my students this is very different than undergraduate yeah right like not only do the professors actually we know you
1: mm-hmm. but
0: we also carry on with you
1: sure right you're gonna
0: have us for several classes
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, so so then how what would you say about the workload what would you say about time management like all the things within this first 10, 12 weeks you've been in PT school?
1: So the workload is you're expecting a lot but you definitely get thrown a lot more because of just the amount of knowledge and you might trip over your feet a little bit with your thinking and you want to think more but you have to remember that it's all strategic planning from the professors and they know what what you're going to know and you need to trust their process. Mm -hmm. Um, So the once you kind of take a step back, realize, make a good calendar, have a good study group, have a good group of people, then you can really feel comfortable and feel not as stressed about. Oh, I have this assignment due. Oh, I have this test due. I have this and this and this. Um, but I, I think you'll. I think while we age as well and start maturing and all like start growing up, just as a, as an adult, you're going to realize that. You don't may need to study on a Tuesday night. It's okay to go play a soccer game or go play volleyball that night. It's okay to have that break because you mentally need it, and you shouldn't feel guilty about not reading that night. You should read a little bit, but you should not need to read chapters and chapters worth. So finding that good balance of that, and is a healthy balance because mm-hmm. stress will definitely get to you, and you need to find that good break.
0: It's interesting. I was listening yes. to a podcast last night, and they were talking about being emotionally and personally diverse, yes. right? So having some different interests. And the way the podcast um, interviewee explained it was, if you think about a house, you have more than one room in your house, yeah. right? And you, one room might be bigger. The kitchen might be bigger than the bedroom or the bathroom might be smaller than the kitchen or whatever. But if you have many yeah. rooms, then you're going to have many places you can go, right? You yes. have many things that you can... I won't say escape to, but do. Mm-hmm. So, so it sounds like you kind of tripped on
1: that a little bit. So, yeah.
0: was that something that you came into PT school with, or did you develop that in your first semester and a half?
1: I would. I thought I was gonna have it, and then the first I would say about month of being in PT school, I was like. I don't have any free time. I need to create free time for myself. I need to go out and explore, I mean, especially I just moved here, I moved here just for school, so I have no idea where I am, I have no idea anything in this area, in this community, so I need to start reaching out to different places and start just kind of exploring where I was. So that was kind of a good, I use it as a good reason to kind of just stop studying, take that moment, take that fresh air and go explore. So. Uh, I think once I kind of had that realization, it was a good moment for me to really incorporate that breaks into now my second semester of PT school, and I'm going to be in my future schooling. Sure. Well,
0: and it's really interesting you mentioned that. You know, I think that's something that sometimes gets forgotten is you guys are all moving in a lot of times from different areas, mm-hmm. right? Like, where do I go get groceries? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where do I go get my car fixed? Yeah. You know, all these little things. In addition to, oh, by the way, you have 19 credit hours.
1: Correct. Right? Yep.
0: So, I I think you touched on some really interesting things there. So, then, moving forward into your PT education career, let's call it that. Mm -hmm. Where do you see yourself going? Do you see yourself continuing to grow or undetermined?
1: Uh, I would love to continue to grow. That is... I think I always, my parents really instilled it in me just to keep reaching. Just keep going. There's always new things to learn out there. Um, I actually, I was on the PhD route for rehab medicine and rehab science and quickly realized that I, I did not want to do PhDs because I missed the clinical setting of it. So that's okay. why I went back to, I applied for DPT programs instead. Um, so then I think I would like to eventually go back into the academia world. Uh, treatment style, who knows? I'm open to anything. I do tend to love my little ladies and gentlemen. I love my geriatrics, um, and we're in a gerontology class right now, and I'm just loving it. But it's just you know, it's just I'm open to everything. I you know I'm I was it was scary moving up to a whole new city all by myself. I mean, my boyfriend, my dog came with me, but that's the only two people I know here. Everybody else is six, seven, eight hours away, so it was really. Um, it was really interesting and really important to me to just really kind of find new ways to grow as an adult as a future physical therapist and into this career of how what else can I expand on what else can I learn and absorb
0: mm-hmm. that's interesting so I'm a big podcast person I listen to a lot of them I was listening to one on my drive up here right? okay. so I've got about a two-hour drive Yeah. and in that podcast, they said the best question you can ask is, will you help me? Yeah. Do you agree with that?
1: Yes. 100%. Why? Why do you agree? With that? Um, kind of feel like it's the common ground in the medical field or any sort of service field that you're there, you're essentially a people pleaser. You want to help people. You want to be that person to help them feel better. And it was, you know, it's hard because you sometimes need to realize that you need to do what's best for you. But then if you find a career where you can help someone, then you get the best of both worlds. Um, but it's I, it's hard. It's a yes and no question, actually, I guess, to agree on, that will you help me it is because you need to put yourself first because if you spread yourself too thin... You know, things can happen, but I think it is also important to help other people grow. Uh, yeah, and I, complete,
0: and I completely agree with that. I think that, that idea of growth is probably going to be the biggest thing for your academic career and your clinical career. Yeah. So, so then, have you already decided on where you want to practice? Like, just setting-wise, or are you letting it kind of percolate?
1: I came in. I worked in outpatient physical therapy. I worked in upstream family for four years as a tech, all through undergrad. And I loved them. And I loved my crew that I worked with. I loved the region I worked with. And so walking into PT school, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna do outpatient Mm -hmm. because that's just what I knew. But then I realized I was like, I can't just start PT school and already be, you know, eyes in one direction. So I'm just letting it just kind of grow and simmer and see what other well what other facilities that I want to go into and um I I would love to do I know there's PRN positionings and all those jobs once you start treating. Uh so maybe just do something like that where I can kind of do if I want to do outpatient, I can do inpatient, I can do inpatient and then PRN outpatient. I'm just really interested to kind of see what fits in my puzzle right now.
0: Interesting. And yeah. it's interesting you bring that up because I, I am living proof of that concept, right? Yeah. So so when I was in PT school, and I'm just going to warn you, like I was, I'm so old. I graduated the bachelor's degree. Ooh,
1: okay. I know, I know <laughs> yeah, right? Wow. Like,
0: so I this is going to be a sad realization. I finally hit the point in my life where my students were born the year I graduated PT school. Yeah, okay. that's yeah. bad, right? So I'm still a '90s
1: baby. So oh, okay. okay. Uh, so that helps. Good.
0: So okay. So so let me ask you then. Do you know what a DVD is? Yes, I sure okay, do. Okay,
1: I know what a VCR is. Okay. C-O-S.
0: Do you know what AOL yeah. is?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, I have an AOL. I still had an AOL. You have?
0: Oh, my yeah. gosh. Okay, you're the last person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Probably.
0: <laughs> no, that's funny. But if you would have told me back when I was 20 years old in PT school, you're going to live in Kentucky, you're going to teach, and you're going to work inpatient in a rural hospital, I would have said, you are absolutely out of your mind. Yeah. Because when I got to PT school, I remember sitting in orientation and the faculty was talking about you're going to need to study in groups. You're going to have to change the way you do things. And my first thought was, you don't know me. Yep. Yeah. I know me.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: I know what I'm doing. And yeah. boy, was I wrong. Yeah. So, so I can tell you that you're in a profession that has a ton of growth, mm-hmm. right? A ton of opportunities. Um, and you mentioned academics, yeah. so so why the academic itch?
1: I think it goes back to what you said of, will you help me? Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I will hopefully have experiences once I'm at that age and once I'm at that point in my career where I'm ready to share, I'm ready to educate, um, so I'm not crossing it off. I'm not completely gung-ho for it, so we'll see where it goes. Um, I was a coach growing up. I coached multiple things. Okay. Uh, so I was always kind of into the... And I liked kind of educating people and telling people... Kind of like telling people what to do, you know?
0: Uh, isn't that interesting? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're in the perfect profession. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, exactly. Um, so... I'm not. I'm not a completely opposed to it. And now talking to a lot of professors, I uh, I'm starting research with the, one of the professors here at Bellerman too. So it's going to be interesting to kind of learn what what I learn, and then how I can tell my classmates or how I can tell the underclassmen or anything like that. How how what what kind of the new things I'm learning, and how I kind of can spread the word. Okay.
0: What's your research on?
1: I have no idea yet. I oh. just got elected last two weeks ago. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, thank you. Oh, and well. then. Uh, I just got paired up with uh, our cardiopulmonary professor, so okay. we'll see, kind of see what what's in that scope of hers, yeah.
0: Fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. So, so then let me ask you, one last parting shot, if you were going to tell every first year PT student or telling someone that's applying to PT school one statement that would help them, what would you tell them? What
1: would I tell y'all?
0: It's like, I'm going to make a billboard, yep. and it's going to say wow. this on the billboard.
1: Found, sounds very cliche, but don't give up. I was, I, love it. I was fortunate enough just to do to, to one cycle of PT school applications, but I got more denials than I did. Got exceptions. Uh, exceptions. Ex, ex, uh, What am I trying to say? Acceptances. Acceptances. Yes, acceptances. Um, So, you know, once you get that denial letter and you're just like, all right, let's wait for the next one. And then you keep calling and you keep talking and you keep trying to improve your resume and improve your papers. And there's only so much you can improve on your GRE scores. And there's, I had to retake classes. I had to, you know, I retook the GRE. I had to try and try and try. And it was it was definitely had some sleepless nights and some hard times but the second i got accepted into my first school i was like i got it i did it and you just get this huge ton off your shoulders and you're just you're ready to go you're ready to you know i had about 4 months between my my graduation to pt school and i was just itching to get ready but you also have to remember That is going to be your longest break probably ever, and you're never going to get that back again. So enjoy that moment, too. That's outstanding.
0: Thank you. All right. This has been Bianca, a first-year student at Bellarmine University on the Step Up podcast.